What's up? It is eSports Live on a Monday, the first Monday, the first day of the NFL season where the Titans are officially eliminated from playoff contention, losing in overtime. The Houston Texans, 19-16, the final score. The Titans squandering a 13-0 lead at one point early in that game and uh, losing to third-string quarterback Case Keenum. Derrick Henry has a career-worst day. Will Levis goes down late with a scary-looking injury in the Titans' last offensive play of the game and a big-time field goal by Fairburn, his fourth field goal of the day. And the Titans are now officially 5-9 and nine and out of it. And so today we're discussing the run game failures and how much that played a factor in the Titans losing that game and whose fault it is, who is most to blame for the Titans' run game failures. Zach, it was so bad, I had to break out the spreadsheets this morning uh, to do some easy math uh, and let the computer do the math work on me. Uh, so we'll have a lot to get to here, as well as updating the injury to Will Levis. And then hopefully after all the negatives of yesterday's game at Nissan Stadium, we'll have some fun with the age game to wrap up this Monday morning. I uh, hope you had a good weekend. Welcome in. Let's get it rolling. Yeah, and on a Sunday where the Titans – had a pretty good lead, 13-0 early in that football game, come back to completely uh, lose control and lose in overtime. So a lot to, to dive into. The Titans are eliminated. They're 5-9. and nine. Now you can kind of start looking for draft picks officially. Uh, and then last night, the Jags lose, right? So, like, you know, things – the last couple of weeks, the door has been opened and the Titans – have shut it on themselves. So we'll get comments. We're building this community, which we value. We're going to get opinions, and we're going to have a great Monday morning show in December. Before we officially get started, we are broadcasting live on three different platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Keep it locked right there. We will tweet out segment by segment, link by link, our YouTube links on our Twitter account, slash X account, at A to Z Sports. So give us a follow there. We're over 25,000 over there. We got great content, whether it's live streams, whether it's up-to-date news and information as we cover the Titans day in and day out. So follow us on our Twitter slash X account at A to Z Sports. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you've not already, that's the best way to view press conference clips, live stream shows, video clips, primetime uh, in, in the evenings, the game day show that happened yesterday with Austin and Jack. So subscribe if you've already subscribed we thank you make sure you like this video it helps the algorithm gets more titans fans involved we're trying to grow this community you guys do a great job of helping us out we want everybody's opinion and a great conversation today on this monday facebook what's going on facebookers bottom left corner of your screen share share now to public sharing is caring and caring is sharing as we say on this show share the show around we need to pop up in your facebook friends news feed so let's get this party started on a monday morning after a titans heartbreaking overtime loss as they move to five and nine yeah, plus it officially welcome in the A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com for your new car buying process. The Bone & Joint Institute, Bone & Joint 
ESPNLocktn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three locations across the mid-state, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. They are online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, I have gone to the Google Sheets uh, to build out a uh, data point, some analytics on the Titans' first down failures that we'll discuss throughout this show. Um, And so we're going to have a really interesting conversation about the run game that failed because Derrick Henry had his worst game as a Titans starting running back. He had 16 carries for just nine yards. If you throw in Derrick Henry's four catches for a total of one yard, Derrick Henry had 20 touches for a grand total of 10 yards from scrimmage. Will Levis was sacked seven times. He was hurt on the last sack of those seven. uh, And overall, the Titans could not put it together, nor could they stop Devin Singletary, who did his best Zach Moss impression and had almost 170, actually right on it, 170 yards from scrimmage from the Texans running back Devin Singletary and the Titans, Zach, officially eliminated from any playoff contention. You mentioned the cold open. The doors were wide open. The Texans uh, were beatable yesterday. The Colts were beatable two weeks ago in Nissan Stadium, and the Jags have struggled over the last few weeks as well. But the Titans slamming that door on Will Levis's ankle, so to speak, to shut it in front of their faces and you know, think about golf season and the salary cap and draft position. That's that's what uh, they're looking at now. But three games left this is the first time that Mike Vrabel has been in this situation as a head coach. Yeah, it's not a good place to be. And you mentioned those two games. You know, the Texans and the Colts were your season. That was the late stretch that if you win those two games, you're now back in the hunt because of what they did and what's ahead of you. That didn't happen. Two overtime losses. And, you know... It's not that they don't know or have not learned to win. You know, that's a whole other argument that you could probably make, but we saw it on Monday night, the grittiness, the fight, the comeback, the victory. And so it's not that, you know, this team has other issues and other problems, but you're up 13-0. And Austin, whatever team that Derrick Henry is on and has been on in the past, Usually, you tend to go up 13 and you got a run game that you kind of rely on and play good defense. That's your mindset. That's your head coach's mantra. You usually don't relinquish 13 nothing leads at yeah. home. That th- This is uncharacteristic. And the Texans, to their credit, with a backup quarterback, fought back made some big plays in third and long situations to continue drives. They got opportunity and they eventually sealed the Titans fate, moving them to five and nine. And and it's, it's unfortunate because the, the biggest problem we're going to talk about this later on in the show is you've got this young quarterback. You sit there and you say like, it's golf season. Well, it's not golf season. When you have a rookie quarterback, when you have a rookie quarterback, these next three games are very meaningful in their development in who that he's making a connection with. I think we saw, and this was mentioned in the post game when Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins were asked, they weren't on the same page that we've seen them be on 
for quite some time, right? And so some unusual things occurred, uncharacteristic uh, in, in what the Titans usually design a game plan with and win mm-hmm. with. That was kind of pulled out from under them late yesterday. And now they got some assessment to make, whether it's Derrick Henry, whether it's Will Levis's injury, whether it's the offensive line, whether it's the, the, the wide receivers or the defense. There are some good things that happened yesterday, right? So it's not all sour grapes, but disappointing when you have a game in your hands and you let it go the way that it went yesterday. Zach, the Titans had nine offensive possessions after Elijah Molden's pick six that put them up 13-0. Look, and I said this in the postgame show, I'll say it again, you miss extra points in games, which the Titans did after the opening drive touchdown uh, by Will Levis rushing the football. You miss an extra point, you're going to get burned by it. Look at the last two losses that we talked about to the Colts and to the Texans, missing an extra point, game goes into overtime, you lose. Uh, and how differently those games would have been and the season outlook would be still if two extra points are made. Look, right, but it, and Nick not- Folk has been so good that it is hard to criticize because those unfortunate, that's why the league pushed the extra point back. Yep. Is to have like one point, Vegas knows this, everybody who's ever bet knew, uh, one point matters. It matters a great deal. That's why they set lines at six and a half and 12 and a half and 13 and a half. That's how it works. And yep. so, it, but Nick Fult has been so good for you consistently that it is hard to sit there and be like, oh, well, the damn kicker can't kick it. It unfortunately it's just happens. a part of the mess, right? You have, to a- over, you have to overcome some of those things sometimes, and they were unable to do that. The Titans are not good enough for their kicker, who is very good, to, to make mistakes. That he, he has to be perfect, which is not fair to him. But still, make the extra points and you win the games. Uh, most of the time, you know, you don't lose the games because I uh, made extra points. But, Zach, nine possessions after the pick six to put the Titans up 13-0. Seven punts, an interception by Levis, and then a field goal by Falk uh, to make it 16. But, like, that's not good. Ironically, only one three and out the entire day, <laughs> but uh, seven punts after going up 13, nothing. A lot of it had to do with running plays on first down and the stubbornness of that where Derek Henry uh, was not effective whatsoever. I put together the spreadsheet math here, Zach, I'll show this. This is what I uh, spent the majority of my morning on uh, getting the Titans first down plays and charting them and categorizing them a total of 24 first down snaps gained a total of 32 yards. Ugh, disgusting. That's 1.33 yards per first down on the day. Derrick Henry had 12 first down runs for a total of zero yards. Derrick Henry had 15 total first down touches for a total of two yards and called runs total uh, on first down minus two and called pass totals 34 yards. That includes a nine-yard Will Levis scramble. Tajay Spears had minus four yards on first down on two carries, and Traylon Burks picked up a few yards on an end-around that didn't do much. But when you're averaging 1.33 yards per first down, you're going to fail. And Mike Vrabel was asked about if they forced it to Derrick Henry uh, on first down too much. Here's the head coach. Why when Derek was having such a difficult time, 
did you guys continue to feed him the ball when he's averaging under a yard? Well, I mean, we have to be able to establish a run, whether that's with Derek, whether that's Tajay, whether that's Jonathan Ward. And, you know, so, I mean, we've, we've won a lot of football games, um, you know, with that formula. And uh, we've seen where it's been, you know, some, some inefficient runs and then, you know, we break one and, and turn things around and, you know, that didn't happen today. Yeah, it did not. Uh, Derek Henry's uh, long run on the day was five yards. So 12 first down runs for zero yards with a long of five. He also had a minus seven on a Derek Henry toss that I don't know how they're still calling that play. And Zach, before I let you go, here is uh Derek Henry on his nine yards rushing on the day, zero yards on first down. You've never had a game since you've become a starter that you hmm. didn't get yeah. over 10, 10 yards. At yeah. least you had nine today. With, yeah. with hearing that, I see you reacting. Yeah, it was tough. Definitely tough, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely tough. Um, you know, I don't really have no no words. Just wasn't good enough. And, um, yeah. Tough. Ooh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to hear. It was tough to see. You got to credit the Texans' run defense too, right? You could sit here and we can analyze, and we will. The play caller, the blocking scheme, the running back, the the play formations. We can do all of that. Diagnose, but how many times on that broadcast were uh, the announcers talking about how dominant Derrick Henry has been in the last? Five outings against the Houston Texans. 200 yards, four out of the last five. They led with that. They brought it up multiple times. The Texans knew that too going into the game. You don't think that they use that as bulletin board material for mm -hmm. D'Amico Ryans and his run defense? Is we are This is going to change. This is a new coach, a new culture. A new uh, Texans team, to be honest, they're in the playoff hunt. You hadn't heard that in a long time. And they stopped Derrick Henry. That was their recipe. And it, it's it's kind of unique because you've got the team that, Mike Vrabel says it, this is how we win. You know, like, this is our setup. This is our makeup. And then the Texans saying, okay, that's how they win. That's their setup. That's their makeup. Let's stop it. Let's make the rookie quarterback beat us. Let's get after the rookie quarterback. Let's disrupt him. Let's make him have tough throws. Let's have him in third and long after we sack him seven times. Like So I look at the Texans with a backup quarterback. They had to play good defense. And to their credit, they did. They played really yeah. good defense. Yeah, and as Darren says, the Titans never adjust. Uh, so Mike Vrabel was asked as well about run or pass on first down and the issues that were had, and here was the head coach. You think that, that first down running, like, it was predictable? It, it seemed like it was to them. I think that when they're, uh, you know, when we, we don't play well or we don't block or protect, I think that that's um, forces um, – negative plays, you know, a non-efficient play. So, you know, whether they, um, you know, whether we call a run or a pass, we're still going to have to block and, and execute. So that's Mike Vrabel there. So let's ask this question. Zach, 
Who is most responsible for the Titans' run game failure versus the Texans? Open in a question for y'all. Who is most responsible for the Titans' run game failure against the Houston Texans? I think there's several options. I'm uh, fascinated to hear everybody's answers, but first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com is their website. If you need any type of equipment, big or small, whether it's just a new trimmer, a new mower, any type of mower, Krebs Kubota's got it right there for the projects around your home and your property. Or if you need the big stuff, right? You need the the, the hay balers or the drivers or whatever it is, the big machinery and power units. Krebs Kubota has it all, and they have three great locations across the mid-state for your convenience, Murfreesboro, Columbia, and in Franklin. The website's KrebsKubota.com. It's an incredible-looking website, and they are an elite Kubota dealer, which means not only does Krebs Kubota have the best customer service, they have the best equipment with Kubota and the best warranties with the Kubota brand in the entire industry. So go online for all of your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Get in on the action with your BetMGM app. Have a pretty good weekend of the weekend. Vegas told me that the Bills were going to beat the Cowboys. I took note. That line didn't make any sense, so I leaned into it. The Ravens also had me have a, a good night to end last night at, at minus four as they beat the Jags. BetMGM, thank you very much for the weekend. It was an enjoyable, fun weekend. I had a blast. I'll see you here tonight. You can join me by downloading BetMGM. Download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's A T O Z S P O R T S. New users get a bonus bet up to $1,500 back if their first bet misses. That's for new users with bonus code A to Z Sports. All right. So, Zach, we asked the question who is most to blame? the Titans run game failure versus the Texans. We did not give you guys options. They're going to allow you all to go wherever you want. So who is most to blame for the Titans run game failure? A total of 66 yards rushing overall. But Derrick Henry, 16 carries, 9 yards, 0.6 yards per carry. Derrick Henry gave us one word as tough to describe his run game. So he's playing our game. But uh, who is most to blame, Zach? What's the people saying? I uh, got a couple of Vrabels right out of the, the gate. Duran, Adam, and Juan all go Vrabel. Yuri says oh, on Vrabel, blame deflecting on the players, not his coaches. Uh, Ryan, I, I don't know if he's talking about bum Phillips or bums that, uh, you know, maybe the players insinuating that that's the problem. The Titans overall, Vrabel from Joe, the offensive line from Jimmy, Tim Kelly from Titans, Kyle, and Stephen King also says, Tim Kelly, the offensive line from Rashid, the offensive line slash coaching, Vrabel from Eric, John Robinson, so really the players right there from Duran. There's a double right there. Uh, Tim Kelly from Eric, a couple of Vrabels coming in from Cody and Jacqueline and Connor. Tim Kelly from Stephen, no doubt it's Vrabel from Anthony. It's Vrabel from Will Dodson. Coaching in general from Raya. Failed coaching from John, the offensive line from Tighten Up, Vrabel and the general manager from Daniel, J-Rob and Vrabel. Uh, coaching coming in there from Paul Kelly, from CJ, John Robinson, talking about the players. Christian says the coaching, Vrabes, Vrabel is responsible from Lee and Rambo right there. Offensive line coach, Tim Kelly, Vrabel in that order. So Gene is very specific 
on what the biggest problem with the run game, which was really non-existent on first down and other downs yesterday as the Titans blow a 13-0 lead and lose in overtime to the Texans. Coaching uh, the line and then Henry in that order from Lee, the offensive line. So a plethora of different answers. I think as it looks like in the chat, Vrabel's probably the number one answer from the chat, but very close behind his offensive line and then Tim Kelly. So, look, good comments and good questions. Austin, you got three choices or more yeah. choices. You can choice, choose whatever you want. Who's the biggest thing, person to blame? I believe the stubbornness of the running game and enforcing the Derrick Henry run game on first down in particular is not a Tim Kelly problem. I think Mike Vrabel is who is most to blame here. The buck stops with the head coach. Just like he said after uh, the Titans special teams unit lost against the Indianapolis Colts, he fired Craig Aukerman the next day, but he did say it starts and ends with me, the head coach. And Mike Vrabel, this is Mike Vrabel. And, and he, I'm going to replay his answer on this video about what Vrabel said about the formula. Shout out Adventure Science Center, who has the, the winning formula for the Tennessee Titans. So let's listen to, to Mike Vrabel uh, right here on how he answers it. And I'll go deeper into my explanation. Why, when Derek was having such a difficult time, did you guys continue to feed him the ball when he's averaging under a yard? Well, I mean, we have to be able to establish a run, whether that's with Derek, whether that's Tajay, whether that's Jonathan Ward. And, you know, so, I mean, we've, we've won a lot of football games, um, you know, with that formula. And uh, we've seen where it's been, you know, some some inefficient runs and then you know we break one and, and turn things around and you know that didn't happen today. Zach, that hasn't happened in two years. Zach, that hasn't happened in a while where they are, you know, hitting it, hitting it, right? It's short run, short run, short run, wearing down the defense, bang, Derrick Henry, big play. That hasn't happened in a long time. He's talking about they've won a lot of games with that formula. Well, they haven't won a lot of games in the last 21 times they've rolled the football out there. And Derrick Henry's been out there for 20 of them. He missed one game. That was against uh, the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night last season when Josh Dobbs made his first start. They are five out of their last 21 games trying to win with this formula. This is a Mike Vrabel thing. Because you know who wasn't calling the plays last year when they were trying to win games and losing with this formula? Tim Kelly wasn't calling the plays. If you go back and look at what Tim Kelly was doing as a play caller as the offensive coordinator with the Houston Texans. They were throwing the football about 60% of the time. That's a big difference. I know, and that's with Deshaun Watson and then with Davis Mills. That's with a, a Pro Bowl-level quarterback and a rookie mid-round drafted quarterback in Davis Mills. They're still throwing the football. Tim Kelly wants to be creative. Tim Kelly is not doing this. Tim Kelly isn't calling. Derrick Henry touches 15 out of 24 first downs. Do you know uh, that for a call. fact? I, no, I mean, I, I based You're on. You're stating it as fact. Okay. I, I just, I, I want. I'm, I'm based on, okay. Based on Tim Kelly's tendencies. This is what I don't think Tim Kelly wants to do. Yeah, that's my opinion, but I don't think Tim Kelly wants to do that. How many times have we seen Tim Kelly be creative? Trick play Tim has been out here doing all types of flea flickers, reverse passes, double passes, all these types of things. And we saw zero of it yesterday. Zero. 
There was zero creativity in that. It was as stubborn as it gets. And here's the pain. Here's the more painful thing. They had 21 of those first down calls when they didn't have to pass. The the one of them uh, at the end of regulation was an incompletion to Chris Moore down the sideline. Uh, then they had two uh, incompletions um, in overtime right there. So they ran the ball or gave it to Derrick Henry 15 times out of 21 in the regulate and before they had to throw there in the last you know second or minute of regulation. It's so unbalanced. It's ridiculous. And everybody's watching it. There's moans and groans at Nissan Stadium. There are moans and groans at Acme watching the game. And I'm sure you were doing the same thing watching wherever you were watching yesterday. Another Derrick Henry first down run for maybe one yard. But we saw it. Zero yards on 12 first down carries. This is a Mike Vrabel thing. I I think it's a Mike Vrabel philosophy. And he is, in my opinion, Tim Kelly is not being able to call the game he wants to call until they're down. Until they're down, they have to throw. Because what happened against Miami? They were down, they had to throw. It succeeded. Derrick Henry wasn't successful running the football, uh, Monday Night Football, at all. He wasn't. Tajay Spears had 89 yards receiving a week ago. He had one target for seven yards yesterday. Like, you're telling me that Tim Kelly doesn't want to throw the football or be more creative after all of the other games we've watched this season. This is a Mike Vrabel problem, in my opinion. Here's where I disagree with you. There are some things that you said that I can get on board with. But Austin, let me ask you this. Do you think Mike Vrabel is calling these plays? Like, How do you think, if it's Mike Vrabel's fault, do you know something that is is he calling in the plays? Is is he overriding every single play call saying run the ball, run the ball now? Like how do you think that that works? I'm curious. I think I think Mike Vrabel knows and Mike Vrabel's thumbprint is all and thumb is on that happen, game though? plan. I look, I think Tim Kelly is calling the plays within the game plan that is collaborated and Vrabel's got his stamp on it. Mike Vrabel wants to run the football and wants to win games. And he thinks he can do that with Derrick Henry in 2023 behind this offensive line. He just told us that. He just went full Terry Rubisky on us, Zach. Terry Rubisky said, well, you know, we figure if we run that same play over and over, we'll run it until it pops. That's basically what Mike Vrabel said in a less ridiculous way. It, is is said Mike Vrabel wrong? Isn't that how they win games? You've watched this team for years and years. And you sit there and you say they haven't done that in two years. Well, that's a lie. They did they it against Cincinnati earlier in the year when he had 122 yards rushing off 20-plus carries. He had 20-plus carries against the Chargers earlier this year at 80 yards. This is a recipe. Don't be blind to it. I'm just here. Oh. Here's my here's my my issue. I'll tell you this: Mike Vrabel does not override play calls in the middle of the game. I I I know that. Like that does not happen. Does he have a game plan? Is it collaborated? You are correct there. But Mike Vrabel is not in the headset saying, "Tim, you better not pass this football." That's not how that works. They are. They have a script like a traditional game plan does, and then the play caller is Tim Kelly. Mm-hmm. Tim Kelly is not my answer. Let, let me be clear okay. on that. It's not my answer. But Austin, you're wrong on if you think that Mike Vrabel is 
a dictator from a foreign land I'll, saying, I'll hey, okay. here's here's a gun I'll, to your head, Tim Kelly. Run the damn ball. Look, I, I, Do not I pass. I'm not I'm not saying it's but Mike how does Vrabel. Happen uh, hold on. I, I because I think it's Mike Vrabel's influence and what he has on this football team and the coaching staff. They do what Mike Vrabel says, in my opinion. That's what I feel like Mike Vrabel has on this team. And Tim Kelly, if okay, if it's if it's Tim Kelly calling 12 Derrick Henry run plays on 21 first downs in regulation, if that's the reality, then Mike Vrabel should be like, Tim, Tim, this hasn't worked. We got to do something different. We got to do something different. If Derrick Henry runs on 12 well, times on first down. Games, this team has got to run the football. Tim yeah, Kelly but, believes that, and Mike Vrabel believes that. That's been their winning recipe, right? That it doesn't mean that it will always be. We can already start to see that Tajay Spears is about to take the torch away from Derrick Henry, and this team is going to be a okay, lot different. Let me continue with this. How many years have I been bitching on this show to you and to whoever is listening about the Derrick Henry toss play? How many years? How many seasons? Like that, four? Yes. How many Tim Kelly called play, Austin. Zach, I have how many? To, I have to break oh, it to you. But I, Tim Kelly is the one that calls that play. Yeah. And, and how many coordinators have called that play under Mike Vrabel? Multiple. Three. 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 Mike Vrabel has seen three different guys called Derek Tim Kennedy Kelly Foss calls play. it. I know. It's, it's so, his decision. Do you not the, understand? Okay, the then, off, then, like then you think that Mike Vrabel is, is a lot more hands-on on this the offensive is where side I'm of hedging football? My, this is where no, I'm no, hedging no, no, my no, no, I want yeah. you to listen to me. Because I, 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 I know this for a fact based on knowledge. Okay. You think that Mike Vrabel is a lot more involved in the offensive play calling structure in game that that he he lets his coaches coach he does and you know you what may he's not doing think that but on the offense now defensively he he resonates more on the defensive side of the ball but austin he does not sit there and tell tim kelly in the middle of the game you better call x play or or y play he lets i know him that coach. I know that. I'm not but saying don't that's portray, what But well, my problem but, is, is over the last 20 minutes, you've portrayed that Mike Vrabel has his hands all over this. And it, well, it's I, just not as what you perceive. I think it's he has his thumb. I, I think it's it, maybe it's not a spoken thing, but it is a it's how Mike Vrabel controls his football team. And I'll say this about the toss play. Sure, Tim Kelly might call the play, but Zach, I'm going to use this word a few times throughout the show, negligence. If Tim Kelly is still allowed to call the Derrick Henry toss play for the remainder three games of this season, it is the same thing that Mike Vrabel said about Craig Ackerman. It's not Craig's fault that he is allowed a third block punt this season that got Ryan Stonehow sent to the hospital. It's not Craig's fault. It is now my fault. It is the head coach's fault if the third offensive coordinator in four seasons is calling the same play concept to gain minus seven yards. That's one of their uh, first down play calls, a toss at Derrick Henry to lose seven yards. Zach, Austin, there's that a is difference between Hold on, I'm not done talking. But I'm there's a difference here. between responsibility. Of course the head coach is responsible. Oh, throw it in the trash like I tried to tell Arthur Smith to do in 2020. In the year 2020, Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. 
I also charted every Derrick Henry toss play. If they did not run Derrick Henry toss plays, he might have broken Eric Dickerson's rushing yards in a season because he wouldn't have had to overcome the negative yards from the toss plays. That's how bad the toss play is. It hasn't worked. It's worked like three times, and they maybe like Henry's like a four yard touchdown run on the toss. It hasn't worked. Tim so Kelly why, calls that play. Yeah, I know that. So did Arthur Smith for two years. And so did Todd Downing for two years. Why is Brable not said, let's stop doing this? It's He's Tim been Kelly's the decision. No, it should be Mike. Mike Vrabel should be able to, should a head coach, Zach, we co-own this company. As co-owners of this company, as the head coaches of our responsibility, is it not up to us to recognize when something's not working and to stop doing that? Yeah, but Mike Vrabel yes, right? on the you offensive answer, side yes. of the ball you lets answer, their yes. play. Well, I mean, you don't want to get into things of like decision making because oh, but if you if you look at if you look at Tim Kelly and he's making those decisions, he's been hired to make those decisions. Vrabel handpicked Tim Kelly to make those decisions, did he not? He kept he, he him did. on staff and elevated him to a whole higher level the, as a coordinator to make those decisions. Uh, but at the same point. At the same time, the head coach, the leader, the manager, the end-all, be-all of football decisions in the organization has to say, this thing is not working. Let's stop doing this thing. Because we'll talk about Will Levis and getting hurt what about the, later. What about the credit of the Houston Texans? You oh, had mentioned just, that once. Well, you mentioned it. But you but said it off the top. That's a huge that's, factor. Yes, that, and that whenever, goes to the no, no, that goes to my answer because my answer is not Mike Vrabel or Tim Kelly. It's the damn offensive line. The common denominator of how porous things have been have been the Titans have two problems. We all know what they are: cornerback play and the offensive line. That's been the common denominator for years, multiple years. Whether Tim Kelly's been on the staff or Tim Kelly's been off the staff, the last it has two been the, years. whether it's whether it's injuries, whether it's new guys, whether it's Raiden's false starts, whether it's guys going down, whether it's Brun, Brunskill that's playing with a wooden ankle now nowadays. I mean, <laughs> poor guy, but he's he, he is trying his hardest. The offensive line is the common denominator. I believe that that they have problems all up and down that thing that they can't pass block, they can't run block, and I think that has been the factor. Will Levis, to his credit, I think has overcome quite a bit of the deficiencies of the offensive line, even though he has sacked seven times. God bless. God bless America. It is so bad that and so porous, and they've gotten worse and worse. And like I said, it doesn't matter if you're run blocking or pass blocking. The common denominator in my mind, or whatever play call, because they didn't they they called toss plays, but they didn't call all tosses. The, oh. it, they they they, they, they ran Derrick Henry out of the shotgun. They ran Derrick Henry out of the traditional formation. It did not matter because they could not block. Here's the, here's the, the answer is the offensive line okay. because that is the common denominator for multiple years of how bad they've been. All right. So I, I'm going to get deeper in this because look, the offensive line is atrocious. And because I'm answering the, the question that we're asking is who is most to blame for the Titans run game failures. I said, Mike Vrabel, you said the offensive line, Tim Kelly's involved. Derek Henry's involved. A lot of people are involved in this. 
and all of them are have a piece of the of the blame pie. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to go deeper because you just said the offensive line, but they're not using or allowing their bad offensive line to have a little bit of help by unpredictable play calling. So Zach, I'm going to go deeper into my chart. I'm trying to set something up here. Uh, look, the offensive line's bad but play calling can help a bad offensive line if you're less predictable. So I'm going to go deeper into this and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to look, I'm going to open your eyes to something because I've charted the whole damn thing. I spent way too much time on Google sheets this morning and ESPN play by play page on that game yesterday, throwing up in my mouth every third uh, series. But uh, before I go deeper into this and really show you how, how bad and unbalanced this was, Zach, tell everybody about how good farm your health plans is fbhp.com is where to go to get your health plan i got my health plan a couple of years ago i'm heading into 2024 with a, the same health plan that's farm bureau health plans i'm really glad that i switched you can switch too by getting a quote today they've got 200 plus locations across the state of tennessee if you're a tennessean they've got an agent to help you health dental and vision they've been in business over 75 years the titans trust them the balls trust them a to z sports trust them they have been a staple here in Tennessee. I used them because I looked at it and I said, hey, it's a better health plan and I save money. Those two things, a better health plan than I previously had and I save money, get a quote today and then you can make a decision. You, getting a quote is free. So I highly recommend doing that. Visit Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Ah, man, betting GM's the best because you can always win with our bonus code ATOZ Sports to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets with your first bet offer. But man, Zach, it's time to ring in the holidays with BetMGM, the king of sports books. With seven days of parlays, BetMGM is gifting us and all of you tokens to use on select parlays and same game parlays from today, December 18th through the end of the week, December 24th. Just sign up with BetMGM or log into your existing account and visit your promotion section on the BetMGM app or site to claim your daily reward. Seven days of parlays from football to basketball. Get your favorite sports covered this winter and a bigger payout when you use the parlays with the token activated. So check every day for seven days of parlays with the BetMGM app. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued, knowledgeable uh, bonus bets. Uh, tokens expire one day of issuance, so you make sure you use them. And for problem game sport, called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. I'm excited again because it's seven days of parlays. I haven't opened BetMGM yet this morning because I was doing this spreadsheet on Titans first down. So here is the total, right? 24 total first down snaps gained a total of 32 yards. Derrick Henry had 12 first down runs for zero yards. Derrick Henry had three first down receptions uh, that totaled two yards on top of his zero rushing yards. Called run plays total, 15 run plays for minus two yards. Tajay Spears had a run of one, a run of minus five, and Burks had a run of two on the end of round. And called pass plays total were nine for 34 yards. So nine pass plays called for 34 yards. I'm going to take away, Zach. This is on my spreadsheet that you guys can't see because I just wanted to total that up for you guys. But on my sheet, I'm going to eliminate the deep uh, ball to Chris Moore right at the end of regulation and everything that happened in overtime because Levis was sacked on one. Henry ran for minus three. Levis scrambled for nine that goes into that 34 yards. 
and an incomplete pass to Hopkins. So for zero there, I'm going to eliminate, I'm going to go when the game was on the line uh, right there before the desperation at the end. How many, I'm going to ask you a question because I'm, I'm talking about 19, 19 total first down snaps. How many do you think were pass plays to not Derrick Henry of the 19 pass plays called that were not designed pass plays to Derrick Henry well, of those 19. A couple of those were check down. So they weren't designed to Derrick Henry. You're talking about early in the game. That was a check down that Will Levis found Derrick one, Henry. One was so, a, so they're not one designed. Was, one was a check down. One was a, so, two yeah. of them. Okay. I mean, you're two removing them, things to prove a point. Okay. So I, I don't they, know. All right. So, okay. So there are, I, I, Zach, I went back and looked. Two of them were designed. One was a check down. So of you can include the checkdowns. Yeah, I'm giving you one. Of those 19, how many were non-Derrick Henry pass plays? Two. Two times. Two times. Both the Traylon Burks. One for five and was a screen. And then the play, the one play action for 20 yards. That is how unbalanced they were because they tried Derrick Henry screens. They tried the immediate quick screen pass. And so they threw two traditional three, if you count the check down, three traditional pass plays on first down on their first 19 first down snaps. That's atrocious. It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. Because guess how many yards you gained on those two? 25. <laughs> awesome. They can't they can't run the ball, nor can they protect the quarterback. They didn't so try. Think, they didn't try, Zach. You, you know why? Because if he gets sacked and it's second and and forever, you're dead. I, you're punting. Yeah, but if but Zach, if I tell you it's an 85% chance they're gonna give the ball to Derrick Henry or run it on first down, it's a lot easier to do that against a bad offensive line. Is it not? Like when you, you have, have a bad offensive line, Austin, you can't do much of anything. You got to understand that that's kind of where the point is, is that they are a running football team. That's what they want to do to protect their rookie quarterback and with what they have available. Derrick Henry is the second best player on the team. The first best player is Jeffrey Simmons, and he didn't dress out. But you sit there and like you can't put makeup on a pig and and it work. That they their hogs up front are atrocious. Yes, that is the problem. Like that that is the singular issue with this offense that has been with this offense. And so you sit there and it's like, oh, well, you can disguise, you can call better plays. You could, you there's only so much you can do. Exactly. Do, I, do I believe but, that they leaned into the run too much to try <laughs> to I think they could justify it either way, but I think they were trying to prevent Will Levis from getting sacked on first down and completely throwing away the series. And then I also think that their recipe, when you're up 13-0, in which they were in the first half, protecting a lead, their recipe notoriously has been run the football and control the clock. Did it work? No, it did not work. They didn't protect the lead, but they tried to run the football. And we all know that Derrick Henry does have the ability. Have we seen it? Probably mm-hmm. the least that we have as a starter this season. Yeah, I mean, this has been a bad year overall. We're It's, it's not traditional. But they're still taking the same concepts with a horrific offensive line to see if they work. And unfortunately, it didn't work yesterday. But you have a rookie quarterback that you have to play differently. Yes, but you, you, 
you have a bat, you have a rookie quarterback. Yes. You have the worst offensive line in the NFL for the second consecutive year, but the least you can do with the worst offensive line is to try to keep the defense uh, guessing a little, the slightest bit, right? That's, that's my point is you have to do something to keep the, to make them have to think about making a decision because all they were doing was pinning the ears back and going because it's first down. You're going to run the ball. It, it almost got to a point to where I felt like, and we were talking about this at, at Acme during the game. It felt like the Titans coaches were playing chess against themselves on first down. It's like, you know what? I bet they won't think we're going to run on first down again, but they did. Of course they will. But it was just ridiculous. The fact that the, oh, the first 19 first down snaps they gave, they threw the football to not Derrick Henry twice. And it, there were only five throws. Like, even if you want to say, oh, the, even if all three Derrick Henry catches were checkdowns, which they weren't, five I'd throwing. Have to check. I think two of them were checkdowns. Okay, I, I, whatever. I, but, yeah, but, no, no, but I do think no. it's matter because they're not designed. Well, okay. I think two that's of them what I'm were saying. Checkdowns. Even, uh, like, let's just go best case scenario. Best case scenario, they threw the ball five times on their first 19 first downs. Best case scenario. I think some and of that. that is some of that is a protection of Will Levis because their offensive line is so bad. Well, you know why and they're you know why, but that that just leads you into third and ten. That's that's the point though. On first and ten, it's not an obvious passing down. But the Titans' whole it seems like the Titans' goal every game is to avoid as many third and longs as possible. Yet they're putting themselves in third and longs as much as possible because they won't throw the ball on first and ten. Well, because they're they're struggling to run the football, and this is where. And then we'll get to super chats. I want to say this: Ugh, yeah, Derrick Henry, we always knew is a blessing and a curse. Right? Yep. His yep. blessing is is that in the red zone against Miami, he can get you two touchdowns and put points on the board. Right? But the curse is when it's not working. You got to keep hitting the button. And they kept hitting the button over and over and over again. And it's still never, the light never came back on. And this is really, as the st statistics show and watching the game, Austin, this is the first time Derrick Henry had been that bad. This was a, a historically bad day, right? And so you also have to take that into consideration is that this is uncharacteristic. Has it been more characteristic this year than in the past? Yes. But you have a different quarterback, and you you still have a crap-ass offensive line. No, Zach, I know that. But let, 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 again, let me go back to this. It, it's it was the offensive line, dude. Like, Zach, that's I, what I know, it is. I know, but it's also the coach's responsibility to not just say, you well, you know, bad pass. It's not the, no, the coach can only do so much. Zach, I just told you, when they when they threw the ball at Traylon Burks at two times on first down, they tried to gain 25 total yards. That's 25 out of their 32 total first down yards. So I'm telling you right there, it worked. They just did it two times, twice. So I'll, I'll tell you, you just said it was a historically bad day, right? Historically bad day. Yet you find yourself in overtime. You just converted a first down. Chris Moore made a baller play. You, you, Levis was sacked on first down in the first overtime play, but you converted that. You got out of it. So now it's first and 10 after a first down conversion in overtime with a chance to go down there and win it's Derek Henry has 11 carries on first down for three total yards and they give it to Derek Henry and lose three. Now it's second and 13. 
we've seen and, him break 20 yard runs before, right? There, there's still the belief that he, that he, he has, he can. Here's the stubbornness that I'm talking about. How many 20 yard runs does Derrick Henry have since the team returned from London? One. Same One. offensive line. <laughs> no, nah, it's actually different variations of the O line, but still, the O line's oh. bad. But yeah, but you're you're talking about oh, but you're believing like you're falling into the Terry Robisky way of thinking that Mike Vrabel is now stuck in of it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Guys, well, we've seen it because if if Derrick Henry gets to the outside or gets space, that's all you're trying to achieve. You're now, living Texans, in 2020, 2021. The, the Texans did a great job of preventing that, right? I, Zach, I go back. To, you got to credit past. the Texans' run defense, Zach. Again. They were in London two months ago. You're living in the past. Like the one time Derrick Henry has broken a 20 yard run. Then why is he playing? Last... Why is he dressing? I, I don't know. It's a great question. Tajay Spears had over 100 total yards on Monday Night Football, and you won the game, put up 28 points. Who scored the touchdowns? Derrick Henry did, but go look at his yards per carry. Go look the... at what Derrick Henry did outside of those two touchdowns. Not much. So you're saying, so, so let me be clear. You're saying, from the next three games, they should, and, and I don't actually think this is a crazy thought. Now, they won't do it because of the respect that they have for Derrick Henry, but only use Derrick Henry in short yard situations or in goal line. When you're in the red zone, that's when you can use Derrick Henry. But what are you saying that now Tajay Spears should take over the majority no, no. of the stats, uh, snaps and this, this thing should shift from here on out, I, there needs to be a shift. I'm not going to say it as dramatically as you said it, but I've been saying this for weeks now. But then, Zach. what do you want to hold on, hold, hold on, time out. I was about to get to it. I've been saying this for weeks. It was my ex golf X factor on our pregame show yesterday. The Tennessee Titans should go into this game against Seattle just to just to see what happens. Don't give Derrick Henry a first and ten run until the second quarter against the Seahawks. Just do that. Don't he could be in the game. Don't give it to him on first and 10. I just want to see, I just want to see what happens. If they decide to not do that, because to, don't give him the ball on first and 10. So just he could be in quarter. the game, but use him he, as a distraction. Yes. Play action. That's how they got the 20 yard to the Burks. Just don't do that on first and 10 in the first quarter. Derrick Henry's not going to succeed. That's the data that we've seen the last two months of the season. Not going to work, but you know where Derrick Henry still can be an important part of this offense by setting up the play action, loosening up the defense, and by getting tough yards when they need it in the red zone. That's what that's been. I've been saying that for weeks, Zach. Well, hey, weeks. So you got you got what twelve quarters left with Derrick Henry, and then oh, and I said this a couple weeks ago. Titans fans, it's Christmas Eve. Your team's eliminated from the playoffs. It's the first game in the Mike Vrabel era that they're going into a game with zero playoff hopes. Sunday against the Seahawks in at home on Christmas Eve. Titans fans better show up for Derrick Henry because it ain't his fault. Derrick Henry hasn't been good, but it's not his fault. Yeah, it's the offensive line. <laughs> and, and the coaches that are failing Derrick Henry. It's the players' blackboard. I want to get right. to this comment, and yeah, then I'll let you get here. Yeah. I do think Titans and Truth has some truth here. I think based on the approach, the Titans were definitely playing not to lose after 13-0. I feel you, you kind of, with 
with how they approached it. And then all of a sudden it started to snowball and the Texans started to come back. And then they started to have big plays. And then what do you know? It's tied and now it's overtime. And the Titans can't move the football anymore because they, I mean, they got untraditional points with the pick six. The Titans never do that, right? And they were unable to protect the lead at that. Yeah, and then Levis threw an interception on the first play of the third bad quarter. Bad pick, which, bad pick. And Burks was wide open, and Levis talked about that. But I think after that, they really turtled uh, their play calling, too. All right, let's get to some Super Chats. But first, uh, like I just mentioned, Christmas is coming up a week from today. Make sure you don't screw up Christmas, and you can automatically get yourself a win for Christmas by getting that person you love and care about a moment's peace salon and baseball gift cards for their holidays a half day apiece, many petties, couples massages, hydrofacials, or a full day apiece is all the options you can get there at a momentspiece.com slash Christmas, or just get a gift card. Like a little goes a long way with a moment's piece. If you want to go 50 bucks, a hundred bucks to go, you know, to that person that you care about, uh, that is where you should go. A momentspiece.com slash Christmas to get an automatic win for the holidays. It's so easy. Don't mess it up. Uh, whether it's your spouse, uh, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, whoever it is you care about, boyfriend, girlfriend in your life, a momentspeace.com slash Christmas. You'll thank us later. Check them out right there. The last minute holiday gift. A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. This is the king of the sports book. Up to $1,500 back in bonus bets for new users if your first bet misses. If you're a new user, you have not downloaded it yet, use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. We love BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, so many super chats. Appreciate all you guys for the super chats here on the show. Want to give it its own segment. Connor says, uh, yesterday was more of a Todd Downing offense. Tim Kelly does not run that kind of offense. Looking at his career, this shows more about Vrabel than it does Kelly. I almost want to apologize to Todd Downing. Man, I feel like Connor just said uh, part of the transcript from yesterday's postgame show. I don't think it was more of a Todd Downing offense. But I did say I felt like I need to apologize to Todd Downing a little bit because of how much I was on him. But look, I over overall I agree with what Connor's main sentiment is. You do I mean, do you think Connor, do you think Mike Vrabel tells Tim Kelly what plays to call? Like, once no, you guys I, well, I, I, I don't understand what they're up 13 nothing. Like their game plan is to run the football because they're a running football team with Derrick Henry on the team. That's what they do. Do you think Mike Vrabel calls the plays? No, I don't think anybody's saying that he calls the plays. And I think Tim he, Kelly has responsibility. Uh, but the, but and I you're definitely and you guys are saying, oh, it's not Tim Kelly's fault this at is all because Tim Kelly is doing the same type of things to the same tendencies that the people before him under Mike Vrabel have done. That's that Tim, Tim Kelly, but Tim Kelly can Tim do Kelly, what he wants. Yeah, but Tim Kelly, I, I, I think there's an in- plays that right. he chooses, guys. All right, so I, Esco like, says, true. Esco says, don't think Vrabel's doing that. Think Vrabel lets his staff do what they want and hand themselves. Thank you, Esco. That that right. was a smart comment. That, that's uh, how KG it says it's an old dead recipe that team that the top teams in NFL aren't doing. Granted, Titans don't have the O line that others do, uh, but have to be smart have to start moving away from it. Yeah. I, I, I think Mike Rabel's living in the past with his formula on how to win. Uh, you have to be able to run the football and establish that no doubt about that, but you, but they're still living um, in, in the past uh, well, right there. Semi the curse KG. of Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's, it's the, it is a blessing and a curse 
uh, for Derrick Henry, no doubt about that. Nathaniel says, up the middle with eight in the box is dumb, especially with the O-line that don't win individual assignments more times than not. I agree with Nathaniel. You're, it's a terrible offensive line. We all agree with that. How but many times does the loss of yardage happen when because a guard missed their block? Like that happened at least four times. I felt like yesterday for sure. So that that but you're but you're handing the defense an easy like licking your chops the situation. All right, uh, Andre says if Vrabel isn't forcing the run, then he isn't forcing any adjustments either. So Vrabel's just standing there silent and watching it fail repeatedly. That's also my thought. That's where I was going to get to how I'm hedging my bets on this is that if Vrabel's not influencing Tim Kelly's run uh, tendencies on first down, then Vrabel's also not adjusting to the mistakes and the bad tendencies too. Like Mike Vrabel it, it, allows his coaches to coach. Right, but you don't just sit there and allow your coaches to fail without trying to intervene and make adjustments, right? Coaching in the NFL is not about game planning. That was my biggest thing about Todd Downing. I think Todd Downing's a good coach. Wednesday to Saturday. On game day, Todd Downing doesn't know how to adjust. And Todd Downing doesn't have a good feel for situational football. That's why Todd Downing didn't win as an offensive coordinator. And it's also Mike Vrabel's job to help his coaches and to be a resource for his coaches to help them adjust. Um, Andre says familiarity and carryover, carryover. Then they downgraded the O line. I mean, they made they downgraded they the O line. I mean, it stayed very close to the similar clip it, of the last couple. I, of years. I do know this. I do know this. Andre Dillard's free agency signing, as Buck has reported this and talked about it several times was a Mike Vrabel, I can coach this guy up. It was more of a Vrabel signing than it was a Carthon signing. Well, and the I results are in. <laughs> and cannot be coached up. Kicking the King says Vrabel's comments about how things worked in past shows he doesn't have the ability to evolve and adjust. Two different OCs and the offense looks the same. Uh, Kicking the King comes back and says, we all thought Downing was the problem, but we uh, see the same play calling tendencies with Kelly. That points to Vrabel wanting to do this kind of offense. I, I mean, I agree with that. <clears throat> I also think that Todd Downing was still bad. You have like, the both same players, are- guys. Like DeAndre Hopkins, who, to Tim Kelly's credit, had, they've opened up DeAndre Hopkins. Not necessarily yesterday, but for the entire year. You still have a bad offensive line, and you still have Derrick Henry, right? So you talk about the similarities of the two offensive coordinators. They have very similar players, Right. Like Ryan Tannehill and then now Will Levis, like you're not CJ Stroud's not running all over the field, right? You have like there's a certain type of offense and what you've had over the last couple of years that has stayed the same. Um, we can maybe we can do a, a topic, um, on if this Titans offensive roster is better, worse, or the same as last year's. Uh, you know, that, that's something. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is better. So, like, he is, I feel like, the like, the difference maker. Yeah, he is the he, X factor. Very on the top. He, that if he turns it over, yeah, for sure. Uh, Darren says the commanders also have a terrible line, too. Yeah, I, I believe uh, Sam Howell is the most sacked quarterback um, in the NFL this year. Yeah, he got benched yesterday. <laughs> I still think he is the most sacked quarterback, even though getting benched. Uh, but they aren't as predictable as the Titans. Yes. Um, also, 
nearly tops in the yards too. Uh, Ryan says, serious question. Uh, why do the Titans never use audibles? Would like to know the percent of NFL teams that use audible. The Titans use audibles. I don't know where yeah, Ryan's. They do. I think that probably, and I, I don't know this for a fact, but they want to simplify the offense for a young rookie quarterback. that got thrown in mid season, right? Like I, I think they, they audible. We've seen, you've I, seen it. Yeah, we've seen Will Levis audible a bunch. I don't think that they're not audibling because of Levis. I think they're not audibling as much because of Jalen Duncan and Dylan Radins. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I think Will yeah. Levis. I think Will Levis wants more, wants more flexibility to get into the right calls. But I don't. This is again a theory. I don't think Jalen Duncan is up to speed enough. Which he's a six round pick. He started four games. Like okay. He, sh- he shouldn't be there yet. That's fair. Uh, Juan says, enemy is doing more with less. Let uh, Go get him, Ran. You know, I don't see that happening. Kick of the King says, Vrabel plays not to lose, never goes for the kill shot. Uh, I think there's uh, evidence of that. Sightseeing says, uh, Ben Jones was duct taped together and somehow got to the second level. How is this entire group unable to? No, Aaron Brewer gets to the second level. It's just the people around Aaron Brewer and run block. Aaron Brewer is one of the higher graded run blocking centers in the league. It's just everybody else is atrocious. Yeah. Well, they're either hurt or backup, right? That's, that is the offensive line of 2023 for the Tennessee Titans. That has to change. The hard part is that's had to change for the last several years, but Austin, and this is something we didn't get to today that we're probably going to have to do tomorrow. You know, the one word that I had of of yesterday's game was quarter because they really only blocked for one quarter. They had five quarters because of overtime. The first quarter, Will Levis was only sacked once, which then ended up in a punt. But after that, that through four quarters of play, the second, third, fourth, and overtime, that's when everything fell apart. And that's the responsibility of the franchise to protect their draft pick that has shown some very good things, but also makes rookie mistakes at the same time, which is not surprising. CJ Stroud, if you've watched him this season prior to the concussion, he's made some rookie mistakes. He's made some unbelievable plays. That kind of gives you hope. Bryce Young's made more mistakes than he has unbelievable plays. That's why nobody's buying tickets to Carolina Panthers games. But, you know, you have to protect, and they are very, very bad at that. Right, and but you talk about they were good in the first quarter. Well, it's because the defense adjusted because they didn't change their tendencies. They were predictable, and they were predictable and shut down in the remaining quarters of regulation and overtime. Juan Super Chat says, if Rabel let his coaches coach, Dean Pease would still be here. I mean, that's a speculation. I think Dean Pease has retired twice since uh, he was a lead co- coordinator for the Titans. And Connor says, no, Zach, I don't, uh, but he has a major role. Responding to you thinking that Vrabel's calling plays. Uh, but Vrabel has a major role in the game planning leading up to the game, including play calls. O-line is trash, but coaching didn't adjust. And that's my thing. The coaching did not adjust whatsoever to what was not working. And it makes sense to me that they were able to move the football with more efficiency early in the game because their tendencies were still fresh and they continued to hammer and nail their head against a cement wall that was the Texans defense by doing the same thing over and over. Cause I brought up 
the 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 pass plays the Burks on first down that worked well, Zach, those were pretty early in the game. Like they weren't like late in the game there. It was the second drive was the play action 20 yard pass to Burks on first and 10 that led to a trick play minus five to Tajay Spears right after that. This is going to be a future conversation, but after now have watched Will Levis play a handful of games. I think he's actually going to benefit a great deal with Derrick Henry, not on the roster. And the reason why I say that is Tajay Spears has impressed with the dynamic play he has, right? He can make guys miss. He can catch the football out of the backfield. He can run the football. Like that's why they drafted him, right? So I just put all the, the, the reasons why, but Will Levis, if he has a good check down that can go get several yards and Derrick Henry, you know, you've seen it more in the last couple of weeks of like Will Levis trying to check down just because that's what quarterbacks should do. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's not a check down guy. The only way that he's a check down guy is if he goes in the middle of the field, turns around five yards from the line of scrimmage. But yesterday you saw it. These are outside type plays. Even in Miami, the, that, that was more of a design. But, you know, that's not where Derrick Henry you want him gathered with the football running at you. Mm-hmm. And that puts him in an unfortunate situation. Tajay Spears can catch the ball wherever, get up field and help you to get to second and three where yeah. you're a lot better off. Yeah. Derrick Henry had four catches for one yard. Uh, Tajay Spears had one catch on one target for seven yards. Uh, it is the usage yesterday made no sense. All right, we had some people ask about uh, the update to Will Levis's ankle. Uh, we didn't have time to get into that today, but I just posted Sam's article right there in the chat on Will Levis's injury update that you guys can check out there. But Zach, it is now time for the age game. So we'll get to the age game after an hour and five minutes of uh, dissing on the Titans and faulting them for a terrible performance that eliminated them from playoff contention. Let's have some fun with the age game. But first, the Bone & Joint Institute uh, can take care of you whenever an injury occurs. Don't fumble on your recovery. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for opera, uh, comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, all in one area right there uh, in Franklin. Uh, the Bone and Joint Institute has all the doctors, the experts, the resources right there off I-65 and Murfreesboro Pike in Franklin to get you back to recovery. Uh, I've been in there a few times for different injuries over the years. I know, Zach, you have as well. Uh, they are the right people to help you get onto recovery. Don't let that injury linger for too long. Go get it checked out. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Also, shout out Wilson County Hyundai for your new car ride and new car buying process in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Go tell Payne Bone and the folks there at Wilson County Hyundai that A to Z Sports sent you for a great deal on that new car. Zach, it is now time for the age game. I've got the chat hidden. It is me and the chat versus you in the age game today. Let's have it. So we'll figure out if you will be a champion and who will be a champion in the chat. So let's head west to the Lone Star State because George, or excuse me, uh, Mike Vrabel had Bum Phillips on that cowboy hat, right? Mm -hmm. That cowboy hat was an ode to Bum Phillips from his day from the the love you blue, the old school Astrodome, right? 
So cowboy hat, cowboy hat, one of the most favorite famous figures in, I think, all of the land, and especially in Texas, is one George Strait, the king mm. of country music. How old is George Strait? That is our age game today. George uh, Strait, right out, he's what? actually from right outside of San Antonio, from Petite, Texas. But, what year was that picture taken? Uh, some Sometime in the past. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Are you, you sure you don't know what year this picture is taken? Uh, it wasn't yesterday. I'm going to say that was at least pre-COVID. Uh, I'm going to use that as my timestamp here. So George Strait, George Strait. How old is George Strait? I have a number that came to my mind. I have no other way to fact check or, you know, bounce or Kevin Bacon my way off of this age. So I'm just going to say 78. 78. That is your final answer. Yep. How unique is this? And I think this is very coincidental, ironic. Curious to see how you think about this, but also how the chat feels about this. Mm -hmm. Because... I think this is history. Uh, the first guess is correct. Wow. The first number. And the crazy part about this is the first guess is one JQ. <laughs> oh my gosh. 71 years old is the correct answer. I put Jake in timeout two, three weeks ago because I thought he, well, he was cheating because he was throwing out numbers. I don't believe that Jake would make that same mistake. I think that Jake actually authentically got this correct. But the correct answer is 71. Wow. And look, the next couple of answers, you had 70. Lou Man said 84, 72 from Ashley. Jay said 75, 83, 74. I mean, there were... Billy, wrong. Jameson, wrong. Amanda, wrong. American Tough, wrong. Danny, wrong. Adam was the next one that guessed 71 on down the line. But Jake, of all people, and I got to Tress is right, completely redeemed himself because, Austin, I don't believe that Jake cheated. I think that he guessed this correctly. Yeah, I... uh I'm shocked because like, like you're, I was thinking when you went bum Phillips, I started going, how old is Wade Phillips? But that was, but you continued to twist and turn and got to George Strait. So there's no way there could have been a Google that fast to be the first number dropped. Yeah. I, that's why I've, I've, I was watching this and I think he got it correct. You know, and he's, I, I don't know, this is a laughing emoji if that is egg on our face or if he actually is like laughing because he got it correct. So let me, and so Jake, just to confirm, we hopefully you're an honest man after a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Was that just a random guess, Jake? That's a specific question to Jake in there. 71 years old. This is, and the reason why I, when I looked up George Strait, I was, you know, I was connecting some mm -hmm. dots. I would have been like you, Austin. I would have guessed older. I, I was surprised that he was yeah. 71. I thought yeah. he was going to be older than that. 
Yeah. And so uh, Jake also said, I was thinking Wade Phillips too, if I, if I can hit the chat and Wade Phillips is 76. I just checked that. So like, it would have been funny if Wade Phillips is also 71 and Jake would have looked up Wade Phillips and guess 71, but that's not the case either. And Jake response says it was a completely educated guess. Well, since you did not cheat this time, Jake, I'm going to, I'm going to do something very special for you because Jake is our champion this week. And we don't do this every single week, but we're going to give you 40% off of our merch shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. It's the holiday season. And I'm going to give you a Christmas present, Jake, 40% off on our website. I've gone and changed some of the numbers just in this short time. Shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. You can get yourself a long sleeve, a hat, Hey, Jake, maybe you can cover up the, the head of hair you got with a hat. You got T-shirts. You got long sleeves. You've got pullovers. You got pullovers still in there. But, Jake, right there, you watch the show consistently. You play the game, age game. There's an opportunity to get you 40% off of our merch. Our champion of the week, George Strait. First guess of all the guesses, 71 years old, the king of right there in Texas. Very impressive there, Jake. Also, uh, check out Titans at Two with Sam. Mike Rabel's press conference is coming up at noon today. Sam uh, will be live at Dobert in Green Hills uh, for Titans at Two to react to it. Mike Rabel says more about the usage of Derrick Henry, the run game, Will Levis's injury, all of those updates uh, right there. So check that out. These same channels, Titans at Two coming up at 2 p.m. with Sam. Also, make sure before you head out, Hit that like button. We need more likes on the show. Didn't tell you guys that throughout the show, but we need more likes on it on Facebook and YouTube. More people watch and hit that like button. So please hit that like button for us. Buck Rising live tonight again for A to Z Sports Primetime at 8. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.